What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host. I am Mike, the favorite host. We already got fans outside screen. We don't know them niggas. They cool, though. They already they already. They're supporters. Yeah, yeah, Cultivated Ignorance. This week, we got a dope show. We are going to be talking about relationships, mainly how black men don't cheat. Read the hashtag. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> Anyways, how black men don't cheat. But even further Read than it. that, even further than that, we're going to define what cheating really is in 2019. Right. Um, you know, is it actual sexual uh, intercourse with somebody else? Mm-hmm. Is it emotional? Is emotional things cheating? Uh, you know, like leading another person on, whatever. Um, so we're going to talk about that because I think the. I think definition needs to be defined, especially for the age we live in with social media and all this other stuff. Right, right. So, we also got a little new setup today. We're trying. I don't know why Mike doesn't have the lights on. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Um, we're trying. <laughs> I just noticed it. I just noticed it. Now we, now we look brighter. Now we, <laughs> now we look bright as shit. Um, Hope I, was, I was wondering why it was cool in here. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we got a new setup for the show. Let us know if you like it. Um, trying to just try different things out. This is Will's idea, so if y'all don't like it, blame him. If y'all do like it, it's me that set it up. <laughs> <laughs> Both are true. <laughs> Both are true. Um, so, yeah, man, we got we got a dope show. We're also going to be talking about... We're, we're, we're going to touch on <laughs> that Black Mirror episode, uh, Striking Vipers. <laughs> Will's favorite episode thus far. Let us know your let us know your thoughts on the episode <laughs> as we go through the show. Because I got my opinion on it. And, it we, and with that, it is wrong. We're also going to be talking about uh, if you know the storyline of the show, mm-hmm. was what they were doing cheating or not? That's that's a legit question. Yeah. So um, great show today. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, we're going to let Mike run down these church announcements. Thank you for not saying little. I appreciate you. Um, thank y'all for joining us. Dana, Terrence in the building. Hey, Terrence. Terry said, are you sure black men don't cheat? Yes, we're sure, Terry. Yes, this is this is a certainty. It's a fact at this point. Um, church announcements for this week and upcoming weeks. Tomorrow for our live show. Tomorrow, June 28th at 7 p.m. I don't know if you heard about this, Well, This is the roast of Mama G. We roasting Mama G tomorrow, bro. Oh, yeah, cook up. Can we Flame her up. <laughs> we about to stir fry our ass. <laughs> Uh, she's, <laughs> uh, there will be uh, it's $25 in advance 30 at the door this includes her book that she's releasing uh-huh. uh, documentary champagne toast champagne maybe, I was gonna say champagne toast not a bottle maybe, of champagne maybe champagne and toast yeah, okay that's not <laughs> so stupid <laughs> and light refreshments what are toast is a light refreshment bruh she said it was gonna be food food but she was like real vague on like what to find what defines food? Yeah. So, I don't know. We're going to see. Saturday, June 29th at 7 p.m. <laughs> we Love Trapping Bingo is going to be at the weekend. Uh, weekend, uh, what is it? Restaurant and Lounge? Yeah, yeah. On Two Notch, right in the big big lots, uh, parking lot. Um, a musical bingo concept where knowing your favorite songs can win you prizes. It's going to be $10 for a ticket and one bingo card. And your first bingo card. It's gonna be three dollars for every additional bingo card. That should look lit. <laughs> it does sound. That lit. should look I'm not, lit. I'm not to you. <laughs> I saw the invite on Facebook. I was like, "Oh, nigga!" <laughs> it sounds pretty good. Um, Friday, July fifth, uh, at six p.m. It's gonna be the Antique Blacks. Uh, Dogon Krieger, who was on the show uh, in the past, mm-hmm. dope, dope artist. Very dope artist. Um, it's gonna be his opening reception at Taps Art Center. Uh, his exhibition is gonna be featuring his digital collages. Um, which you can also check on his uh, Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and installations celebrating Kudu Conjure, Afrofuturism, and traditional religions of the African diaspora. Diaspora. I don't know why I said diaspora. Tell her you too fast. I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so please check out all these events. Mm-hmm. Columbia does have things for you. Uh, I know sometimes we kind of think like Columbia ain't got shit going on. No, nah, bro, we got plenty of shit going on. Yeah, so check out these things, get your mind right, 
play some bingo like these old folk. Some but trap bingo. Yeah, but with a little bit of twist on it. Yeah. So, right. black men don't cheat. Nope. Dopest movement in a minute. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why, bro. At first, I thought these niggas was joking. I did too. I thought Charlemagne and Duval was joking when they said this black men don't cheat shit. I thought it was just like it was gonna be a song. I knew it was gonna be a song and everything. <laughs> I didn't even know that because I think Charlemagne, either Charlemagne or Duval, had been talking about this shit like months ago. Oh, bro. Yeah. Mm. And then obviously the song came out and shit. Which is amazing. And nigga, we had a whole black men don't cheat day. It was a whole movie. Yeah, it was a whole day, yes. Bro, that shit is beautiful. And like, when I first heard about it, mm-hmm. obviously I thought it was a joke. And then I was like, black men don't cheat. Oh, these niggas is for real. Like, mm-hmm. like this this shit is real. Like That's how I knew it was real because you came to that conclusion by yourself. Yeah. I didn't even find that out until I watched the Brilliant Idiots episode. And Charlamagne was explaining that. He was like, nah, why wouldn't you love a movement where black men don't want to cheat? You just want to be faithful and like, shit. <laughs> He's like, why would you not love that? Okay, on one hand, like, it's a shame that we got to have a whole day for this. <laughs> <laughs> and a whole movement for this. You felt like it was necessary? You felt like it Nigga, was... Nigga, yes. <sighs> Nigga, yes. Yeah. I feel like it's become, like, kind of culturally acceptable that, like, people are going to cheat in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Especially a black black men. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas cheat. I think I think women say that, mm-hmm. and I think men also believe that at the same time. Like maybe not yeah. on like an individual level, but like as a like as an overall view. It's just expected to happen. It's just expected. You just gonna wander around, you just gonna you just gonna fuck off and just <laughs> do whatever. You should it's be accepted at this point. So that was dope. And then the song came out. The song is kinda The song is fun. The song is fun. It's okay. <laughs> um but yeah, man, so and then Amanda Seals kind of blew up my spot the other day. <laughs> she blew up everybody's know, spot. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. Was, I was, I was, see, this would be a great time to have the TV. We can it would. that shit up. All right, so next time we're going to have a plasma screen TV for y'all to see this shit. <laughs> um, I did go back and watch it, though. Yeah, she, um, uh, <laughs> what did she say? She said, she was like, sorry to buzz, kill the buzz. <laughs> but this is the bare minimum. <laughs> she was like, like, black men not cheating is the bare minimum of being, uh, what, good in a relationship or something like that? But do you okay? I agree with everything she said, but like, was it really necessary for her to say that? Because didn't that's what she does? She a spot blower upper. But it's like I'm full awful blowing up a spot when it's necessary to blow up the spot. But I felt like the whole movement of black men doing better was gonna be black men doing better in all kind of facets. And well, this this doesn't say anything about doing better in anything else. <laughs> it just says. <laughs> <laughs> But at the, same, at the same time, though, like, even she she was right. She was like, black men need to do better communicating, mm-hmm. uh, speaking kindness, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A whole, whole, bunch of sh- whole bunch of shit she laid out right. that not just black men, but men as a whole fail at yeah, in yeah. general. Very true. You know what I mean? Very true. So um, the my thought was that, like, what is, as far as this, what is cheating to you nowadays? Um, I'll see how to write my shit now because I'm see, like striking vipers. <laughs> <laughs> you Yo. you on you on that striking vipers? <laughs> I, I ain't on it. I ain't on it. I ain't on it. If anybody seen striking vipers episode of Black oh. Mirror, please comment. Oh. Them boys was cheating. <laughs> they, they was they were cheating. <laughs> I don't know if it was gay, but it was, they was cheating. <laughs> that shit was gay as hell. I always define cheating, and y'all put I put it in the comment. Um, please define y'all definitions of cheating. Please let us know what y'all think. Um, I always define cheating as anything that you do purposely uh, without a discussion with your partner that you know in your heart of hearts will hurt them and cause them to distrust you. That's with another person. Not even with another person. Not even with another person. But like anything in general, like, I don't know if I would define porn as cheating myself, but if you knew that porn was affecting your relationship with your partner, especially your sex life, it was, it was so bad that you, you can't even have sex with your girl. Or I mean, your girl, I get that. Like, that's, okay, that's, you got an addiction. <laughs> so, I guess what, what I'm getting to is it might not be cheating, but the effects are just as bad as cheating. <laughs> like, it's just as bad. I don't know about that because porn. You can't, if you watch so much porn, you can't maintain a reaction a reaction with your girlfriend. <laughs> Will's like, I stand. I do that shit all day. <laughs> But think about it, a lot of people watch so much porn they can't have a, a normal sex life, they can't stay erect. Bro, you think yeah. you, you think you about to be out here 
Ron Jeremy and chicks. Like I don't think it's really it. get that fantasy in the head. I don't think that's it. I think it's just you know, porn is um the dopamine that it puts in your brain. You got so much access to so much shit at one time. It's like it's like yeah. So you go from that to just one person who can only do so much, who can't just come right away. They can do more. They're just not giving the proper effort. <laughs> Niggas a dirt bag. Niggas a dirt bag, y'all. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> Serious time. They can't change from one person to another person. Like you can in porn. If you get tired of <laughs> ghetto gaggers, you can, <laughs> you can go. <laughs> you can go from ghetto gaggers to booty talk to. <laughs> booty talk, nigga. What is this, 2007? I don't watch porn like that no more. <laughs> I don't know I know like five porn stars. You can't go from like yeah, Skin Diamond. Me then, I don't know five. <laughs> Do I know five? All right, Skin Diamond because she's a goat. Um, <laughs> Stacy's in the chat. Stacy, Stacy, give us all the porn bro, stars. Stace, bro, I know that. <laughs> yeah. You can. She can't go from Skin Diamond to Honey Gold to. Oh, I, I, I do know Honey Gold. You niggas know Honey Gold. You know Honey Gold. You know Honey Gold. Um, to oh, I can't even think of another one. Big titty white woman to <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that in the you know, regular sex life, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you're not getting overly stimulated like you would in porn, so it causes issues. I think that's for porn addicted motherfuckers, which is no, like that's what totally I'm different. Some, I, I guess if you porn addicted, then I guess you're cheating. <laughs> I guess, man. Right. I feel like I feel like cheating is defined as like anything with another person. Mm-hmm. That you're that you have to deceive or you have to hide things from your partner to do, mm. to do mm. and you know whatever. Cause like so like if you texting somebody mm-hmm. and you know that this texting ain't something that you would communicate to your partner that you're doing. Oh yeah, I text Keisha today about this and the third, <laughs> and and you don't t- and you and you can't say that to your partner. No, when you say you can't say, you can't voluntarily say it, or you can't say they were to ask you about it. Nigga, nigga, something that you won't say to your partner. I'll say that. It's not necessarily you can't say, but you're afraid that your partner's going to have a a bad reaction to it. Therefore, you you don't say it in general because you don't want to have to deal with the ramifications of maybe her saying, you need to cut this shit out, you need to stop it, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Even if they act, even if... I guess what I'm trying to so all right so this is what I'm trying to ask you because so I believe in like flirtation is like a healthy human behavior in day to day interactions like I think yeah if you meet somebody attractive whether you're I'm talking about on like a personal level no no I get that but what I'm asking you is because I think that even though I think that I would not openly tell my partner just volunteer information of hey I met this hot girl at the coffee shop and I flirted with her like, I wouldn't just come out of my mouth and say that out of nowhere no but I'm saying like somebody you have like a personal relationship with like. Like a real relationship with outside of some stranger or something. Yeah, outside of a stranger or some kind of like a best work, friend or work person that you okay, you okay. know what I mean. Yeah, if it's like outside of those like kind of frames, you know what I mean. Then I consider mm-hmm. cheating, especially when you, uh, especially when you sticking dick in somebody. <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I didn't know if I need to spell that out or not. <laughs> if you sticking dicks in chicks, I would hope. I would hope. But then again, I don't know if you listen to um, Daphne. Um, what's her last name? She's a comedian, Daphne. Um, fuck. You seen? I know you seen her on like videos. She be doing like Instagram videos and stuff. See, this would be a perfect time for TV. This is we gotta get this TV popping, bro. You, <laughs> if you just came up with the idea like two hours earlier, bro, I know, right? Daphne Springs. <laughs> She's got like big teeth, and oh, yeah, I seen her. So she started a podcast, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Until you married, ain't no such thing as cheating." Cause if I'm single, like I'm, I'm liable to do whatever. I'm still free game until you put a ring on my finger. I don't think I don't. I don't agree with that shit either. (laughs) But that's how you gotta define that shit for people. Cause there's people like that that think like that. Like if I if we ain't committed, I'm still legally single. I get, nigga. I guess (laughs) that's what I'm saying. That nigga, that nigga has commitment issues. (laughs) (laughs) I don't agree with it either. Um. I remember you told me about the TED Talk that we both watched recently. Yeah, yeah. So, if y'all don't know Esther Perel, um, shout out to Star. She's in the chat. Um, Esther is, she's just like older. I don't know. She's not French. She's she's some foreign lady, but 
she has a really, really good TED talk on like infidelity and like defining it and how it's like supposed to be so taboo, but it's like the thing that happens the most like in relationships right yeah. now. And um and just redefining why people cheat in the first place. Um, I don't know what the biggest takeaway you had from the um from the biggest takeaway I had was that people cheat for different reasons. Mm. And that we don't need to just think of it as um you know, like so so black and white. Right, right. You know That's, what I mean? Yeah. She said people cheated for especially that chick, especially the example she gave of um the chick who she, I think she was an Indian lady or some kind of foreign lady who was taking care of her mother. Yeah. She got married young and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so for her, cheating wasn't about uh, being with just another person. It was about, you know, recapturing her youth, the right. things that she had to pass up on when she was younger. Right, right. You know, being, I guess, a little sexually promiscuous. You know what I mean? So that's one thing I think was her. Sarah said she is French. I thought she said in the TED she wasn't French, but I guess she is French. Um, she was talking about how like cheating isn't always about the partner. Like it's not necessarily I'm not yeah. even satisfied by you. I just need to, I just might need to find some shit in me, mm-hmm. and I went up and do it. And I I think I mentioned to you because I remember we were debating, and I was like anybody that cheats just got a void in their heart <laughs> and they got a hole in their chest and shit. They just need to be filled up and they need to go get some therapy. Da 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 da. And you was like, nah, man. Sometimes they just get exhilarated and just feel like you know new life injected into them or whatever like that. And I couldn't fathom it. Yeah. But I was thinking about like how many the average like American goes to work from nine to five and has kids, so they tired from work because they hate they hate the damn job. Yeah, they go down, they go home to these aggravating ass kids <laughs> and then, the problems that you might be having with your spouse and all this other whatever things. that might be. You might not have no problems, but then you, you say something. Yeah, they take it the wrong way. <laughs> now you're fighting. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of shit. Just a whole bunch of shit. When you're married, most married couples don't have sex like they like they did when they was newlyweds. Yeah. So you're not you're not fucking like y'all used to. She don't be busting that thing open. She don't be you don't you and at and at the same time you don't be doing the same shit to get excited. You don't be doing the same, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You don't be bringing flowers. You don't be you don't be eating her out and shit for you don't like be eating a butt. for an hour. Yeah, you don't eat a butt no more for like an hour as full <gasps> play. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get a meal about this shit. You don't do that shit no more. <laughs> she don't jump off the, the banister onto your dick no more and <laughs> she don't none of that Ain't none of that wild shit going on. None of that y'all just have sex for 30 minutes or so, and then y'all lay up and whatever, whatever. Whereas it's like that new, that feeling of something new yeah. is always going to make you feel like, oh, yeah. oh. And this, and this goes back to that damn uh, episode of Easy Week, well, the show Easy, mm-hmm. where Kyle and uh, Homegirl. Andy. Yeah, like they didn't desire each other anymore because they had all this other shit clogging uh, up their life. and Then niggas was like. Depressed, and they would run to other people yeah. to have sex with. Yeah, I guess. I guess for them, they they like knew everything about each other, so they didn't desire. Right. I don't. I can't remember what exactly her definition of desire was. But that um, shit was so. She was so dope. Damn, but it was so good. It was so. I forgot to read her definition of what cheating was. Um, she said, "My Daphne's titties just came up with my." Okay. Because you're addicted. <laughs> so I am. That's what my mom says. I fucked up now. So Esther Perel's definition of cheating was um, a secretive relationship, an emotional connection of some degree, and a sexual alchemy. And like the alchemy thing was the key phrase because like she was saying like the thought of having sex with somebody, mm-hmm. like just being emotionally tied to somebody can be even worse than actual physical sex with somebody. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. Before you have sex with somebody that you really want to have sex with, you got all these thoughts in your head about how good it's going to be, mm-hmm. how good they look. You know what yep. I'm saying? <laughs> you, know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that can be just, just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> Starts like her mom can't watch this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was a really good, it was a really good TED talk. Um, yeah, it was. I think, uh, you know, as far as, uh, this beautiful movement we have going on. It's, it's, it's lovely. I think black men need to explore more why we do cheat. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's the next point. So what do you, what are some reasons that you think black men cheat that aren't just I just don't like you no more, but I want to <laughs> keep my I want to keep you because I got to stay. I think, I think a lot of our cheat. I think some of our cheating has to do with commitment issues. Mm. Um, some of it has to do with poor communication as far as like. 
what we not necessarily desire sexually out of our partner, but what our partner needs to give us emotionally. We're so fucking broken emotionally. You know what I mean? It could cause us to stray. What? It could cause us to stray when we ever sweet when we see somebody, you know, kind of, I guess, take that initiative to see what's going on us emotionally. You know what I mean? Right, right. And not to say that your partner shouldn't, but you know, your partner got you know your partner got other shit going on too. You know what I mean? True. It's that. Um, I think it feeds our ego. Very true. Yeah, that's facts right there. <laughs> that's it like, feeds our ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? I was gonna say that the last point, the whole movement amongst the young generation of having options mm-hmm. and not looking like a fool if you put all your love into somebody and then you find out they're cheating on you then you look like you've just been boo-boo the fool because you've been, you've been faithful you've been committed to this person and then come to find out they got two three other people I can't remember if it was her or somebody else that said was it her that said women cheat more than men I, I heard I don't think she said that somebody else might have said that I don't think she said that I think she said it's about the same Across the board. Okay, yeah, maybe so. But, I mean, you got a point there, like, I guess, in this day and age where people just, you know, they they live more freely than they used to. Like, mon- monogamy is less popular. I think it's... I don't know if monogamy is less popular, but... People don't take it as serious. Yeah, yeah, being faithful is probably less popular. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you listen to the radio, bro. Like, I love hip-hop, you love hip-hop, but, like, you rarely ever hear <laughs> rappers... Rap about being faithful to one woman. Yeah. Like, literally, and Freddie's one of my favorite rappers. I think both of us are uh, one of our favorite rappers. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs would literally rap about, you know, his, his lady and his kids and how much he loves them. <laughs> and the next, the next song, <laughs> talk about how many bitches he got, bro. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. What's the problem? <laughs> What's the issue? <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. Like, I really, I can't remember the last time I heard a rapper rapping about only being loyal to one woman. Yeah, and like they was talking about that special woman that got they, that held him down while yeah. he was in jail with it. But I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Chance the rapper, yeah, Chance. What? I think it might be the closest. Is he? Is he? Is he supposed to be engaged or something like that? They got married. I never heard him rap about her in the, in the married sense. I know that he was saying like they had a great relationship as far as taking care of their kid. And they co-parenting. just got married, so when his record dropping, so it's gonna be that. Okay, boom. Chance rapper new album. I'm ready for that shit. <laughs> Um, good if it's positive ass music, <laughs> bro. Just like that like good ass shit. Star said, "Who is Freddie Gibbs? Go look him up now, Star. You know my music taste. Look up Freddie Gibbs now. Go look up Pinata and Freddie. Yeah, and he's got a slew of other mixtapes. But look at them two up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's the options thing. I think it's um insecurity. Yeah, insecurity is a good one. <sighs> Not knowing how to just express ourselves. Um. It's crazy, man. When you, it's like black men are so loud in so many spaces, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like objecting, objecting against something that they're being told they're doing wrong. We're so loud, but when the mic is like given to us mm-hmm. to like be our true selves, not just like facade, but like our true selves, we get mad quiet and mad uncomfortable. But that's because we never do it like, that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm saying like I don't know at what age like I don't know at what age or what point in life it's it's the that it's taught for black men to start shutting to start shutting it down emotionally but like I think it's from young <laughs> young age from like five on I think it's so. the first time you cry like you shut time, that shit up <laughs> <laughs> the first time you get beat more for crying <laughs> like Hey, bro, I remember my cousins used to punch the fuck out of me. Bro, bro, they used to beat my ass. And, like, them niggas was, like, 10 years older than me. Mm -hmm. Bro, that shit used to hurt, (laughs) cuz. That's what I'm saying. And and the worst part was, them and my uncle be like, hey, shut the fuck. (laughs) Shut up with all that crying now. After they don't beat your and ass. And that shit was like, that shit was normal. Like, that nigga was serious. That nigga was serious about being quiet. That's just terrible. <laughs> like I had the same thing with my godbrothers. They used to like we used to just punch each other when they, when he, one of us got on our nerves. Yeah. You just, you just punch them. You just, just dead just, in the chest. Just sock the shit out just of them. Just, just John Jones the shit out of them. You know what I'm saying? I think that's it, man. And I don't even know. I mean, what what age do you think you finally decided to start just showing your true emotions to people, in particular that woman, without being afraid of being like ridiculed? 
Or like, you know what I'm saying? Called a pussy. I mean, probably like age 32. <laughs> age 32. You ain't even 32 yet. There you go. No, shit. <laughs> this nigga said he never learned. I just caught the shit too. Nigga, we still in the process, baby. No, hey, that's real. <laughs> that's real. I mean, like, I'm more vocal now, probably mm. than before, but like, mm. to say I'm just, nah, fam. <laughs> Nah. What's I mean? Even though you know, like it's okay to do. Like, what's what do you think is holding the back? Uh, just being that exposed. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of dropping that shield or whatever it is. Right, right. You know, I mean, it's it's getting better, but I mean, you know, it's a process for everybody. It is very real. Yeah. Very very real. When did you? What about you? I mean, I'm thankful to have my mom, who is the most sensitive person in the world. <laughs> my mom is the kind of person that. Thanks you for thanking her. Yeah, she is. She is. Real, that's not even a joke. Like, my mom, my mom would do something nice for you. And you say, thank you. She's like, no, thank you. You're like, oh, well. All right, I'll take it, though. <laughs> Appreciate it. And she is just the most sensitive, sweetest person in the world. So I've always had it in me. I did not show it until I would say college. Um, yeah, I didn't really start being super sensitive. Because when I was in. At the old boy, stopped playing striker pipers with you. But that was you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We was in there getting into no, that, boy. No, it wasn't, bro. Don't, don't get star started. Where, where, where don't get star started. Don't get her started. I know, right? You're, you're <laughs> killing room. She don't know what you're talking about right now. Um, what was I say? Yeah, even like high school, I remember I couldn't. I got in the biggest fight with one of my friends because I I had music on my iPod that was like metal and like punk and like emo shit. Yeah. That I, I just love that shit. But I was in high school and I was all about all about my image. If y'all know me, I had like braids and shit. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want nobody to hear that shit. This nigga thought he was gangster. <laughs> I did not. Kobe Bryant jersey. <laughs> well, I still got that shit too. Boy. That's the GOAT. And um, and I got in the biggest fight because my best friend at the time wanted to listen to my iPod, but I was so afraid of her hearing the kind of music I like, I would not let her listen to it. So you fought a girl? No, we didn't fight. Shut your ass up. You said? We didn't physically fight. <laughs> you I'm, just using, I'm just using your words. To make me out to be you, the problematic person on the podcast. No, apparently not. <laughs> we got the biggest argument because oh, no, she couldn't sorry. understand why <laughs> I wouldn't let her listen to it, and I was just so afraid, so afraid of being vulnerable, I would not do it, and um, just stuff like that. But then I just reached a point, and I just realized what my mom taught me, and I was just like, I'm just gonna be it, and whoever don't like it, don't like it. Whoever makes fun of it, gonna make fun of it anyway. <laughs> so it's like I can only be myself. So. You just got to hit that breaking point, I guess, where you just, you're going to always care about other people's feelings. Yeah. But it's going to stop making you change your decision making. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You're just going to find that balance. So that just takes time. Come on, black man. Yeah, man. Find your balance, black man. <laughs> Stefan, what's up, man? Um, All right, man. What is this? Oh, this is some shit you wrote. You wrote most of the shit. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Oh, the scenario thing? Yeah. Okay. So, we want to discuss if there's a scenario <laughs> where if you got cheated on, um, would you leave the person? Well, basically, this is the question. Is cheating the end all be all for you? Mm-hmm. If you ain't got no, you know, you ain't got no wife, you ain't got, you ain't got no kids, you ain't got no house together, y'all just still dating. Uh, I want to discuss a scenario where if cheating would be the end all be all and you just leave, or would you still use that as an opportunity to rebuild a relationship? even stronger than before. And this is what Esther was talking about in the TED Talk. Yeah. So I was going to say, if you were married, if you were married to a woman and y'all had kids and, you know, y'all built this whole life together and you found out she was cheating and she was just like, she cheated with, not me, but one of your best friends. (laughs) I don't know who, Greg or somebody, I guess. (laughs) And she was like, (laughs) Beer can bar. She know me with beer can bars. She did. She did. She <laughs> slipped up. That's what she, she did. And it was just because she had just had the kids. She felt insecure. Y'all don't be having sex like y'all used to. So he, so he fucked my lady while she was in postpartum depression. <laughs> Listen, shut up. Motherfucker really ain't shit, boy. He read, yeah, Greg ain't shit, period. <laughs> it's ain't about him. He always watches that episode, too. <laughs> but um, it wasn't. she was like, it's not about you. I was just feeling insecure. We don't, you know, we haven't been getting along. And I feel like I just had to get that out of my system. I just needed to know I could get somebody else. I needed. She was on. I used to curry shit. <laughs> <laughs> she, was like, 
I just want to. I just want to feel desired by somebody else. Just know she just know she can do it. And she, that was it. She ain't gonna do it no more. That was it. She wants to rebuild with you. She want to do better than ever now. <laughs> oh really? You gonna you gonna rebuild? Them? Oh really? Oh really? Now that I'm about to take the kids. Now it old. Now you want to fix shit. But you can tell it's genuine. You can tell like she genuinely is sorry. She feels your. That's what Esther was talking about. She feels your pain. She knows the hurt she caused you. She knows that it affected you, and she will never do it again. And she empathizes with you. She was willing to do whatever you want her to do. Go to therapy. Uh, fucking stay her ass at home all the time now. Whatever you want to do. Um, you gonna stay? Or you gonna you gonna take the kids and? And she well, made more money. I'm about to take the kids and get this alimony and the child support. See, I was supposed to be like, she got she makes seven figures and shit. <laughs> no, man. I feel like so in that exact situation, mm-hmm. if she if she did it with somebody that I know, somebody that I'm close with, <sighs> I probably couldn't take her back. Because I feel like that is just like you could have got it from anywhere. Like you're a woman, like y'all know. Y'all get it from me. Walk on the street, and just Bro, like niggas just coming like a man. Meat, just meat, gifted to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh-huh. like, in that situation, I don't think I can. Like, just because it's a close friend. Yeah, like you. That, that seems mm-hmm. malicious. You know what I mean? It does. I mean, like, how are you that misguided? Like, how are you that lost? Maybe he's just maybe just like she just is the most accessible thing. I think that's another thing with cheating too, like the most accessible person. Excuse me. That's why it's like neighbors and shit like that. Yeah, I think it's, I think I think that's a real thing. Like instead of just going on the scene and meeting somebody and then have to create this whole lie, mm-hmm. this is a person who already knows your situation, probably already relates to you. They probably with somebody that they're miserable with. They probably got just as much to lose. That's what I'm saying. So it's like we can mutually. Versus some random person that you got to think about. Is this person crazy? They're going to try to kill my family when I break it off. Is this person you've been friends with for five, ten years? And I, th- I really think that's how stuff like that happens. <laughs> it's so Nigga, crazy. I can't do it. Not, not in that situation. <laughs> Damn. Not in that situation, bro. Yeah, I got to let her go. Damn, bro. She's she sorry. She sorry. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Oh, shit. You cheat on me beer can bar. I feel you. Uh-uh. All right. <laughs> That's the person. <laughs> That's it. And dating, cheating is definitely a cause for me to pause and explore my other options. With my best friend, I will walk away from both completely. Time to move on. Maybe not immediately because I want my answers, but I will end it before it gets any deeper. That's so, the thing. Like, what, what answers are you seeking? Like, just what was the motivation to do it? Maybe she wants closure. You can get... I, I would move on from Jump Street. I mean, I can get closure after the fact. I think we do put a lot of value on closure. Yeah. I tell Too them, much value? I think so. When it comes to men in particular, I think yeah. women want a lot of closure from men, and men are cool with, in general, not all men are like this. Men in general are just leaving shit like. <laughs> Open ended. <laughs> like, I cheated on you. Are you dumping me? Okay, I'm, I'm out. I mean, so this, that's it, right? I mean, that's we're done, it. right? We're done. Like, check, I check the clothes. I don't want to sit here and have a whole. <laughs> Cause I gotta listen to you cry. Oh. I don't think women understand how painful it is for men. To... Oh. <laughs> we do not oh. want to see women cry. <laughs> we do, do not. It might seem like we don't care because of our stupid decisions, <laughs> but men do not like to make women cry. We really don't. I don't like to sit through even more. <laughs> Terrible torture. It's awful. It's like, oh, I'm trying to empathize with all this, all these tears. <laughs> Streaming down your face, I just can't handle it. I can't take it. Emigo <laughs> uh, said, "Men are generally less likely to forgive cheating." I guess you just proved that point. Damn right, Indigo. No, <laughs> I can forgive it, but that's that shit right there. That was, was too just, much. That shit was too much. All right, what's your, what's your all right, man? So, you and your wife been married for a while, but she's <laughs> focused on her career. Mm-hmm. You find out that she's been well. You knew already that she was taking trips. So, you know, do her job and shit. Yeah, yeah. Get the seven figures. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you find out that on many of these trips, she's been vacationing with another dude. Mm. This this shit has gone on for like three years. Who's the other dude? Just some, some, just some guy. Just some guy. 
Not necessarily. So she don't even work with him. No, not she don't even work with him. Oh, yeah. But they've had this ongoing relationship for three years. Okay. And you know they taking trips together, so they kind of booed up. Okay. So she, you find out mm-hmm. because whatever happens, you know what I mean. Uh, you you get the information through her phone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you proceed? She and, and you, well, you confront her. And she says, "This is the third. I won't do it again." Yada yada yada. Well, I mean, I guess I need more of a like what the dude. How is. was the dude hitting it? Like, well, like <laughs> has it been confirmed that she was sleeping with him? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying like it was just weird that she was taking trips with some guy. No, okay, so no, on, sure. on, on on a good bit of her trips. Like they weren't necessarily work trips; they were just getting rendezvous, getting dick tips, <laughs> <laughs> dick trips. <laughs> yeah, and so this this goes Damn. on for a list, the course of three years. And did she tell me why? She tell me why it happened. Like what she was feeling while she started the affair. I didn't think that far ahead when I made out the scenario. Come on, I need the context, man. <laughs> if she just out getting dick, I gotta leave. Like if she just. <laughs> She ain't got no reason. This is one like, person. This is one person. Bro, she got just getting dick. She's going to do this shit again. And she just like out here just, oh, I need some dick. <laughs> no, it's, uh, one, it's one nigga. She just said, I need an escape from, I just need an escape from my career and my life and stuff like that. So you get another nigga's dick? Hey, man. You you, you trying to make my scenario sound crazy. <laughs> my one crazy. It's just one dude. It's just one dude. So she needed to escape from like our family life. Like she needed to be a whole other person. Basically. Sure, you can say that. Yeah, you can. See, I'm trying to twist it for you because <laughs> that's what Esther was saying. Like niggas just, need a whole new life. You making this shit worse. I'm just, I'm just saying. She was like, "All right, I'm gonna be out here this one time," and then she got hooked on the nigga. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is she making seven figures? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> here's the worst. Look, what you can take away from this is it was ongoing for over the course of three years. Okay. okay no. <laughs> That's what you need to take away from this, okay? These niggas was tripping together, okay? These niggas tripping was... and, and fucking. <laughs> Damn. These niggas was doing all the shit that y'all probably ain't doing. Damn. What's the other? All right, one last question. One last question. <laughs> this nigga here. How is our sex life? How's me and her sex life? Y'all sex life is decent. Y'all do it decent. like, yeah, y'all do it like four times a month. Four times a month, y'all, y'all, y'all do it once a week. Once a week, <laughs> y'all do it once a week. <laughs> I mean, for marriage, that's decent. Like, I, 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 I've never been married, but I feel like for marriage, that's decent. I thought the marriage stand was like two times a week, like Fridays and okay, <laughs> Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> we have one. We got to be up in the morning. Is that the marriage standard? I thought. I thought. <laughs> I don't want you to get married. That shit just plummets. <laughs> <laughs> that is a plummet. Um, All right, fine. Two times a week. There you go. Eight times, eight times a month. <laughs> but it's great sex, though. It's great sex. Yeah, it's good sex. It's good. You said it's, it's good, good sex. It's good sex. Uh, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could because she's just too free. She's just too free with it. Like She's just like. I needed to get away and have vacation sex with old dude. I don't think I could. That would be. I don't get insecure like that at all. But I couldn't just sit there and think about her just nonchalantly doing that shit. <laughs> just not even. Them niggas was tripping, bro. Them niggas was going on trips together. <laughs> oh, boy. Grant, see, oh, I'm on the wrong, wrong live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Grant, see, he came in on the wrong live. <laughs> no, baby, you in the right place, man. I don't think I can do that. She probably has never had any intention of being with him long term. You probably right, Star. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. I feel like I, I want to work it out. It's tough. It, you, I, I don't know. Come back doing that next episode. <laughs> you got any more, man? <laughs> no, nah, man. We're going to move on because I don't want to run out of time. We can do this shit all night. And mess I know, me right? and you. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk about what have been our biggest experiences with disappointing our partners. In past relationships, um, whether it be infidelity or just verbal abuse, lack of attention, uh, violating trust, uh, what what was some, well, I guess probably like one each. Yeah. What was like the biggest violation you ever did to your partner, and what did you learn from that? 
well, it's I have cheated before, hmm. but I don't even know if that's like the biggest violation. Like, there'll be times where like I just check the fuck out, hmm. you know, and it's not necessarily saying like I'll like I'll go missing, but like just emotionally, I'll just be emotionally like just not there. You know what I mean? Not receptive to my partner. Um, Intentionally, or that's just like part of you. It'll be it'll like spark up because of an argument or whatever, and like all right, well I'm gone. Yeah, instead of like instead of facing up to it and like talking about it, I will mentally check the fuck out. (laughs) You know what I mean? For like a long period of time. When you say check out, you mean like silent treatment? You mean like silent treatment? A mixture of silent treatment, absence. Um, being intentionally neglectful. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it, and it happened. It happened over. It was about. It was in a past relationship. I don't know how long ago was that. Four years. Yeah, about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was dating a chick, and we were having you know hell of problems, uh, mostly due to myself. <laughs> um, you know, we kept getting in arguments and shit, and arguments and shit. And, like, there was, like, a week and a half where I was just, like, emotionally just unavailable, just check the fuck out. And so, like, over the course of that time, like, I see her crying. I see her doing all this shit to, like, just beg for attention, understanding, whatever, you know what I mean? And you was like, get on, get out of my face. Not necessarily get out of my face, but, like, no. <laughs> Damn. Like, just no, like, Damn. I think, like, that's the worst I've ever, like, Violated a partner. Did you feel like you were trying to punish her? Not necessarily punish her, but just like, despite things being my fault, I was so selfish that I still wasn't receptive to her needs. Damn. You know what I mean? It's like you. It's like trying to. It's like begging somebody to stay, mm-hmm. and then like being a piece of shit after they stay. Say <laughs> <laughs> facts. Like facts. Like. Jeez. Looking back on that shit, like I, I feel like shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was uh, just like episode of Easy where dude was like, "Have you ever thought about?" Where the girl was like, "Have you thought about like what you do to these girls before?" Which one was this? This is the one where the girl made the graphic novel about him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. And you remember oh, he felt like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. She made yeah. him feel like garbage. Right. Because yeah. he was garbage. Because he was just not. He was so confident himself. He wasn't thinking about nobody else. He didn't give a fuck about nobody else. And that's and that's how it was. Like Damn. that's exactly how it was. And so like even now I struggle with that, but really? I'm a little bit better. Yeah. Damn, that's deep as hell. Yeah. That's so there's so many layers of that, just like yeah. I know what I'm doing, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, in 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 sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just lack of empathy, like lack of empathy, yeah. Like it's not just lack of empathy, but just unable to do it. Like I don't think I have a Large capacity for it. You gotcha, know what I mean? gotcha, gotcha. And so, like, not being able to correct that and having my own uh, shit going on, stress, and all this other shit, man, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. And I feel like a piece of shit years later. That's deep, man. Very deep. Um, I mean, so what do you what do you think you came away with that? You have like any emotions to like correct it, or did you learn from it all? I mean, yeah, of course I learned from it. You know what I mean? And I didn't learn from it at the time, of course, but mm-hmm. years down the road, like. <clears throat> it's just like you first off if you're not going to be willing to commit to change as a person mm. or at least work on yourself the things you lack don't beg nobody to stay bruh don't like don't men of the worst with that said. <laughs> ooh men of the worst with that said. yeah that was the main thing I took away from it but you know just trying to connect emotionally with somebody mm. um, you know entering entering and staying in relationships for the right reasons is a big part of that too. Right. Because, you know, I, at the time, I, I seriously thought I had the best motivation for staying. Right. You know, even though I was the one that fucked up, you know. You get, you, I know you deal with this before, like that sense of like, oh, we just talked about this with Nasha, that like, I don't want to be with you. That, not talking about the same situation, but a different situation where you know you don't need to be with somebody. Oh, yeah. But you don't want them to wander you don't off. Want them to go nowhere. You know, so you're going to, you literally chase them to not the, keep them. It's the drink effect. It's the, the Aubrey effect. It's the Aubrey effect. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, bro. Shit is real. <laughs> Grant said, hands box of tissue. Let it out, love. <laughs> 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 <is> so stupid. 
No, that's definitely deep, man. I'm glad you're learning from it. And um, it's some real shit that men, like I said, like you said, a lot of men don't even realize what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I would say. Mm-mm. I know this shit going to be dark. <laughs> It's gonna be dark. I mean, this shit gonna be dark. As good a person you are, this shit about to be dark. Nah, this is the. I will say the thing that you was front row and center on. <laughs> um, I've struggled with um. So in past relationships, I've been in relationships with a woman who were very insecure mm. about <laughs> about um my level of having female friends or whatever. I've always gotten along with women better than men, and um I've always just defended women a lot more. So. In past relationships, it would cause an issue because they would be so insecure. They would think I was cheating or whatever. And I never cheated anything. It's just I just needed to be around feminine energy. That's just my shit. So it was got so bad in past relationships that in like a newer relationship, I was like, ain't nobody want to tell me I can't hang out with who I want to hang out with. Mm. I don't give a fuck who it is. Mm. I, don't care. Like. I don't care how. <laughs> I was like, I don't care how uncomfortable it making blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just, just over the top with the shit. So much so that. In retrospect, I can see I was violating. <laughs> Looking back on it. In retrospect. Um, long story short, it was... um, It was who, Mike? I'm not going to say anything because I don't know if they want to put out there, but I'm sure she was gladly <laughs> speak up if she wants to. But um, it was, a, it was my girlfriend at the time, and her close friend had... Me and her close friend became friends, and I wanted to hang out with her close... Well, it was actually her former close friend at the time because they actually had a falling out. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hang out with her close friend at the time. And I thought in my male brain, oh, they fell out. So like we could just hang out. I can hang out with the best friend, whatever good, I want. Right? <laughs> she won't care because that, that's not her friend no more. I, so. didn't, I didn't fall out with him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my problem. So, but more than anything, it was this, this whole sense of I know that my intentions are good, so it doesn't matter how she feels. Because like if she tries to tell me not to do it, then she's violating me. By trying to constrain me, and by, you know what I'm saying? It's just the dumb shit I was thinking, bro. You can't shackle me, woman. You, can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So because I knew I wasn't going to cheat on her, because I knew I wasn't going to cheat. Mm-hmm. Um, even though this other close friend was very attractive and very oh. cool, but <laughs> because I knew that my intentions were pure, I was like, I'm just going to do the shit, and yeah. I don't care what you got to say about it. And it hurt my girlfriend at the time so badly, like so bad. And it's the first time, no, not the first time, no, not the first time I've been screaming on in public about somebody I was dating. But I, I was there. <laughs> and like I was going to kind of commend Will for like two seconds. <laughs> Will, I'm talking about, Will could not have been more perfect best friend in the situation. Because the nigga just sat there, because he wrote with us, so he couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was stuck. He couldn't go nowhere, I was bro. Shit. <laughs> he was so so my girlfriend is just going off, going off on me, scaring all kind of white people in the restaurant. <laughs> Bro, she got so fucking loud. It was lit at my ass. Will was just like, and she was like, it was like a couple of times. I feel like it was at least twice. She's like, Will, am I wrong? Will was like, I'd rather stay out of this. I don't, I don't, want to, I don't, I don't have any opinions either way. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I want to stay out of it. And I was like, I appreciate that, cause like you don't want to be in that shit. And um, and even though Will thought I was wrong, which I was wrong, he thought I was wrong, straight up and down. He just wanted to be out of it. But anyway, what I learned from it is, yes, you should be in a relationship where I don't believe in this whole like I don't allow my boyfriend to do this or that, da da da. I think that yeah. shit is toxic. But at the same time, you gotta acknowledge your partner's like insecurities. Yeah. And at least address them, and um, cater to them in the sense that doesn't compromise yourself. But at the same time, like, acknowledge just how they feel. You can't let them go crazy with it, but... Yeah, you can't. When they start telling you you're not allowed to do shit, then you start to be like, okay, nigga, <laughs> wait the fuck up. But, like, if somebody just tells you, like, I'm uncomfortable with you hanging out with so-and-so... Yeah. They can at least can be a discussion made. And, um... And anytime you want to hang out with somebody without your partner around at all every single time, that's, that might, you might have to check yourself because <laughs> you don't even realize it sometimes. Sometimes you do want to get closer to that person. You might be on some striking vipers and not even know it. You the reference the, the show. Three, you you love that shit, bro. Them, boys. <laughs> them, them niggas right there, boy. Them niggas. This nigga said, hey, man, I was drunk last night. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I was drunk from the party. Okay, yeah, man. me too, bro. Me okay, too. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> niggas went straight to fucking again. 
Oh shit. They all having a whole conversation in this chat right now. Well, <laughs> niggas was texting each other. Them niggas was texting. Sorry, I can't make it on tonight. That nigga, that nigga about to type XOXO. He was about to. <laughs> if y'all ain't watched it, man, watch it. Striking Vipers on Netflix. On I'm sorry, Black Mirror. What Striking Vipers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's what it taught me, man. I just gotta acknowledge my partner's feelings, <laughs> not get so caught up in my own. That's to get so confident on like what my intentions are that I just neglect that person's feelings and shit. Yeah. So, oh boy. <laughs> hey man, that was a night, bro. We just black man out here trying to do better. Man, just out here not cheating. And not cheating, doing better emotionally. Exactly. All that other stuff. Exactly. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, Think on the last thing. Yeah. So how do you think we use this movement to constructively criticize each other while getting to the roots of what troubles us as men? Okay. Um, I think that um, my advice, I mean, we can talk, you know, talk to other black men about not being misogynistic, not being sexist, you know, stop abusing, stop raping. These are all basic things, like, you know what I'm saying? But if that needs to be said, please, you know, acknowledge what consent is. Um wait for shit to happen to you like you take a woman on a date and wait for her to make moves but you don't have to be so aggressive that stuff like that that's just basic basic stuff in my opinion but I think the biggest thing is we should encourage one another to listen more I think black men don't listen enough it's so hard it's hard bro it's hard (laughs) it's painful sometimes especially when they're doing that crying thing oh my ears be bleeding It can be hard, but I'm telling you, you learn so much from listening. And when I say listening, I don't mean like hearing to respond. Yeah. Um, I don't mean going I don't know to. I do that. I do that worse with women than I do. Like, yeah. like with my partner, I be. What the fuck you mean? That's why I be ready. I be ready to say that shit. It'd be locked in. It'd be. It's like you caught the gun and you just wait for a break in their sentence. What the fuck you talking about? I'm <laughs> saying, bro, you gotta stop that shit. <laughs> You get such benefits from just listening to women, bro. Um, one of my favorite questions is just randomly to ask black women, both online and in person, is what is something... Well, after I ask that question, <laughs> you should just pull it out. But like, after I ask that question, is what, do you, what is one thing that you wish more black men knew or practiced, like, if anything? Mm-hmm. And just let them talk, and I just listen. And I don't listen to respond. I don't listen to, like, reply. Yeah. Or, like, re- hit them with a rebuttal or nothing like that. I just listen to whatever they want to say. And then just soak that in. And then ask a little follow-up questions. And just listen to that. And, um, and, and black women, from my experience, have always... And women in general have always told me exactly what they wanted in some form or fashion. There are some women who can't deal with their, you know insecurities or can't vocalize how they feel yeah. and they struggle that's a whole nother thing but any woman that's confident comfortable in herself has always told me exactly how she felt i told that to one of my significant others i tell that to this day i'm gonna appreciate her for that because i've never questioned how she felt but you just all matter of me listening to it yeah so i think we can just benefit from just like taking a step back out of ourselves and just listening to a woman when they say they feel unsafe why do you feel unsafe yeah. when they say that they don't feel like enough spaces are lending room for their voices. Why do you? Well, how can we give you more room? You know what I'm saying? Like, just listen, man. It's it's, it's not that hard. Yeah, I think um, you know, even more than this black men don't cheat movement. Mm. This is is beautiful, and I I respect it, and I'm I'm taking it serious. Right. I really want black men to do better. <laughs> Absolutely. With not cheating, and also <laughs> just being better. Right. Um, but what really stuck with me. Even though it was only happened, even though I only saw it yesterday, was what Amanda Seal says. Mm. This is the bare minimum. It Black men not cheating is the <laughs> bare minimum it is, bro. of being a good partner. Right. So, like, I think we need to constantly remember that. Mm. Like, don't let it just be black men don't cheat. <laughs> you know, let it be, you know, black men are good fathers. Black men are good communicators. Right. You know, all these things we got, we have to keep checking ourselves on. Mm. And we can only do that through conversation. Right. You know what I mean? As long as we keep sharing, keep, you know, keep these thoughts, you know, at, at the at the front of our minds instead of, oh, we're going to do this once a year. We're going to do this once in a while. We're going to go viral and shit. And we're going to use it as a hashtag. Right. 
Like, don't let this shit be a movement. Let it be, like, a thought that's in the front of your mind. You At all times. Yeah. At all times, yeah. And I, th- I think as long as we do that, then, you know, we'll be we'll be very open to criticize another another black man when you see him fucking up in one way or another, somebody that you're close with. You know Absolutely. What I mean? Like, we got to hold ourselves to a higher standard than what we have in the past. And I think we do that by just being intentional about everything we exactly. do. Exactly, yeah. You can be intentional about Even if intentional about just not doing anything in a moment. Like, you can make anything you want intentional. Yeah. So, like, if you came out every day with a new hashtag, of, I think you said a great one, Black Men Communicate. Yeah. That shit can start now. <laughs> <laughs> black Men Communicate. That's what I love about our podcast is we do this shit and we just, we're so great at it because it's the best podcast in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, but if you came up with a new hashtag for black men, like, every day in your head, like, Black men are good at communicating. Black women, black men listen to their woman. Black men get make great living for themselves. Black men create opportunity for themselves. Like if you just do that every day, bro, we'd be unstoppable, man. I mean, we already are, but you know. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I think that's I think that's perfect, man. We gave y'all the whole. I'm just gonna read some of these comments because it's about run out of time. We better been right out of hour, boy. We, I know, right? We doing the thing. Um, what is it? What is it? What is it? Let's go down. This nigga here. Bro, the shit keeps going up when I try to read. Because we lit, nigga. Effective communication. Communication should be making sure his feelings are conveyed and well understood. Yeah, black men got to communicate, too. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, as much as you want to listen, learn how to <laughs> learn how to talk. Um, Not to be, like, elitist or anything, but, like, you know, just work on your, like, your English. And even your slang. Like, work on code switching, like, going back and forth. Yeah. Um, cause I think we've made it cool to sound like grammatically crazy right now. And um, Grant, I love you guys. We love you too, Grant. Um, anyway, we gave y'all a whole guidebook on how to be a better black man. So record this because it's gonna be a master class in like five minutes. Nineteen ninety nine. per minute. <laughs> yeah, man. I told. Okay, I think they're talking to each other. Anyway. Okay. Black business and thirst of the week. Alright, so the black business is really not a business. It is a it is a movie that I want every black person to go see. And it goes ties in with the uh with the thirst of the week. Um <laughs> See putting all this shit together, okay. Yeah, I know, right? So the movie I think everybody should go see is Queen and Slim. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer yet. I heard about it. People were like, shit looks good. I heard people just, what is it about? It's Black Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, it, it kind of starts off with some stereotypical shit. Oh, okay. Uh, they get, they're like, they're, it, it appears that they're on a first date, mm-hmm. and they get stopped by the police, mm-hmm. and uh, it gets, you know, extra, as police do. And uh guy starts pointing the gun at the girl for no reason. Mm-hmm. The cops are pointing the gun at the girl for no reason. Then a tussle guy, the dude shoots the cop. Oh shit! Yeah, um, that's why people was like, "Nah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit look good." Like that shit look good. I saw a little screenshot. The screenshot looked good. And then yeah. got my, my dude, and I can't say his yeah, name. Yeah, the way it starts, eh, but I don't. You know, it's just a trailer, so you know, um, it has the dude from Get Out. Um, the black dude. I can't remember his name exactly, this, but then the Daniel Col- Colored. I ain't, I ain't gonna try it. I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> um, and he was also in a uh, uh, Black Panther. Yes, as a nigga that turned on his own. He boy. turned on his, and then his his girl was like, "Nigga, sit your ass down." <laughs> <laughs> he got the shit together. For Wakanda. <laughs> I a little bitch boy. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's in it, and I don't know the other chick's name, but uh. It's it's written by Lena Way, who is the thirst of the week. She don't want us at all, but <laughs> <laughs> she didn't think about us. She didn't think about us at all. <laughs> Which is still fine. Yeah, but she been she been doing great things. Um, she won an Academy Award, I believe, um, and she's got this dope movie coming out. There is no release date on it yet, but um, you can check out everything she does. She's she's a good actress, um, and I think she's even more into writing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Lena Wade, you can check her out. Uh, L-E-N-A-W-A-I-T-H-E on Instagram. Mm. Um, what was she in? She's been in a couple things. I was saying, her name is just like... Yeah, uh, she was in uh, 
Oh, what was the name of that movie? She was in Ready Player One. I still um, need to watch that shit. Hmm? I still need to watch that. I never even seen it. Fucking up. I know. Um, yeah, she was in Ready Player One. Um, she was in... What is she it? was in oh, a home. Yeah, Master None. And she she was my favorite character in um Dear White People. That little extra shit she would do. The little skits. Oh her? yeah, that was her. This is a so yeah. fucking funny. Oh dear white people coming back. It is, it is. Yeah. I'm kinda excited. Oh yeah, that nigga wasn't that nigga wasn't about it the first season. After that though. <laughs> yeah. It had to wear on me, it had to wear on me. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, Lena was dope as fuck, man. She was a writer on the show. Um yeah, that is right. Yeah, so she's, you know, the TV series Boomerang. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I don't want BET and shit, so. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool as fuck, man. Yeah, she's done, yeah, she's done a few things. So, um, yeah, check out, check check the trailer out if you haven't. You can check it on YouTube or whatever. The movie's called Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. If you want to kind of follow up and see what she's doing, she's on Instagram at Lena Way. Um, so, yeah, man. Good show, man. Yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in. And then just to acknowledge the last couple comments, uh, Indigo was like, yes, listen, but do not have selective hearing. That's a real thing. Yeah. Everybody's um, got selective hearing. We just got to fight through it. I think that's what happens on social media. I think it's selective reading. I'm going to tell you, that's what happens when chicks start crying. Uh, that's what, bro, I'm telling you, I, I struggle listening through crying. Girl, you gotta, it's a real struggle, and I'm getting better at it. I know it breaks a piece of your man's soul. With every tear that I falls. Know, like, I'm doing this. Especially if they're balling. If they, yeah, ball. I think what get you is that when they voice start, when they talking and shit, and their voice start cracking. Their <laughs> 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 voice start cracking. Yeah, ball. Even if they cry, yeah, don't selective hear. Just listen. And it goes, I feel you, it happens, which is fine from time to time. But when it's <laughs> <laughs> often like we had the same conversation four times a week. It drives me insane. <laughs> That's a real thing, yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Absolutely. So, yeah, listen to all of women and other men. Get in touch with your feelings and watch Striking Vipers. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Okay, so, yeah, Striking Vipers, okay, real quick. Oh, you got two minutes. All right, so, <laughs> first off, were they cheating? Let's stick with our topic for today. Were they cheating? They were cheating. Yeah, okay, and why would you say they were cheating? What was because it had what Miss Esther said? They had the emotional thing of because of the homeboys. They love each other as homeboys. As homeboys, they love each other as homeboys. Love they had boys. the secretive relationship. Okay, and they had the sexual alchemy, which okay. was the thought. It was just the sexual experience through the game of having <laughs> sex with each other. However, that shit was not gay. It was it was homoerotic is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. The boys was gay. They wasn't gay. How was they gay? The boys was gay. They couldn't even. If, kiss. No, okay. And I'm gonna tell you why they gay. Okay. Go ahead. The only reason that they didn't do it in real life and why they didn't proceed further is because it was they had all this male bravado, they had all this ego that that we can't have this relationship, we can't do these things in in the real world. So we're gonna do it in this fantasy land, but them boys was gay. They wouldn't, bro. They could when do it. When I saw them boys laying, they wouldn't even fucking no more. <laughs> when I saw them boys laid up, <laughs> <laughs> just talking, I was like, "These niggas gay." But you also take it out of the equation. It's fine to be gay. It's fine. For no, them. it's completely fine either way. But they're not gay. But you also take it out of the equation that um, what's his name, Gary. Was like infatuated with the feeling of having sex as a woman. There's a whole nother layer to the shit, man. Because he was like getting an orgasm as a woman is so much different from as a man. And that was a whole nother high from him as well. Which is not gay. It was so many factors in this shit, man. Them boys gay. Bro, you wouldn't believe what you want. Them boys queer. How about that? <laughs> not queer. I don't know what. Was, <laughs> them, boys, them boys on the spectrum. They're not on the spectrum. It was just it's weird shit, man. Them boys on the spectrum. It was just weird video, video game sex. That's what it was. <laughs> a word. That's why they couldn't do it in real life. They had so many opportunities to do it in real life. After all them years, they could never do it in real life. Because they, they were stuck behind the male, the male shit. Because they're not attracted to men. Nah, bro. They was attracted to each other. They're attracted to each other's energy, bro. That's not the same as being gay. <laughs> It's not the same. 
can't do each other's energy. It's the male bond, bro. You got the best of both worlds. They got their male friendship. Nah, fam. They got the male nah, bond of the friendship. Nah, they know nah, they have. And nah, then they nah, got <laughs> then they nah, got nah. sex with the I ain't never I ain't I ain't never been playing two K with somebody and they wanna <laughs> and they wanna have Because you're not the player. You're not the player. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga no. Nigga no. You're not the player, bro. Them boys them boys put the earpiece in. Them boys put the little head joint in. Them boys went in the prime jacket off position. <laughs> This this is a, a, <laughs> All the niggas had to do is take down their draws, bro. Bro, I thought this niggas, um, Anthony Mackie's kid was gonna catch him jacking off when he came in the room. Bro, yeah, I thought I. I was like, oh thank, no! Thank, thank God, them niggas weren't jerking off in there. Thank God, that shit would've been that was a whole nother dark. <laughs> All right, man, I don't know who you are. <laughs> with a whole nother dark element to the yeah, shit. Yeah, that shit would've went weird, bro. Then my man was rock hard for his wife after he was not in the movie. This nigga went to bed. It was just like. She was like, oh, my, oh, what are we doing tonight? He was like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you and think about my homeboys, the character. You know, just watch the episode, y'all. Find out for yourselves, man. Yeah, I, them niggas was gay. They're not gay. Them niggas were gay, and that's cool. They, they were so, I bet you, I, I wonder what gay people got to say about this. I wonder what that's a great, I, wish, I really wish I had more queer friends that watched the shit yeah. and would give me their opinions. Because it's, it's, like, really good in that, bro. It's really good in just defining, like, what are we attracted to as human beings at the end of the day? I think I think it says, what don't we do uh, being in this being in the real world versus you know being in this second life or whatever? Yeah, no. If you search people's histories, you'll find a lot of scary shit. Yeah, like <laughs> some terrifying shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Y'all watch it. Let us know what y'all think about how them niggas is gay. <laughs> I love y'all. Will hate y'all. He no, thinks, I love you too. Thanks y'all are queer. I love you too. I don't. Love you too. <laughs> no, for real. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah. See y'all next time. Follow us on all the platforms. We need to make this intro and shit. We've been talking about this forever. <laughs> Follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube. We ain't got no damn Snapchat here. <laughs> you see our cultivated cultivated meats. Um, all right, y'all. Bye. Oh shit. See you right now.